We welcome you to the Tabernacle of Hope International Church broadcast with Reverend Emmanuel Atobra. May the powerful word of God be a blessing to you. Elders, pastors, members, viewers, friends, and all manner of people who join us on Sunday service like this. I know God is working in your life. Amen. And I know you have an amazing testimony. Let the testimony keep coming. It's a sign that God is working. Hallelujah. Amen. Father, we bless you this morning for such a wonderful gathering. For those in and those out there. And all those who are connected with us. Lord, may your power bring illumination, bring insight. Give us understanding and cause the preaching of your word to be very easy and that the hearers may be able to understand it. And cause after we have understood, there will bear fruit that will give you glory. Abide every entity, abide every demon, abide territorial spirits, abide from distractions, abide anything that will disorganize your people. I pray that the lights will stay on. And I pray that your presence above all will be mighty in our presence. May your name be glorified. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Once again, God has given us the opportunity to come to you. And this morning, we want to continue from where we left last Sunday. Last Sunday, I was talking about the things that God has given us. God has given us freely. And so, today we want to continue. And as we continue, we'll be looking at grace. Grace. The grace of God. Hallelujah. Amen. If you notice, in the Old Testament, anytime grace is mentioned, it relates to somebody who has found grace. And he found grace in the sight of God. But in the new covenant, it is different. God has freely given us grace. We have received grace. We don't find grace. We have received grace. Now somebody will say, what is the meaning of grace? Grace simply means unmerited favor. Something that you did not work for. Something that you don't deserve. Something that you do not qualify for. But on the basis of God's kindness and goodness, that thing has been given to you. Hallelujah. Amen. And that is why as a Christian, you must understand why we have been teaching about God's limitless ability that you have connected yourself to. And that's nothing to do with your background. That's nothing to do with the education that you have. It has nothing to do with your qualifications. Everything has to do with his unlimited provision for your life. Hallelujah. Amen. And we need to understand that if you are a Christian, you are a child of God, Bible says you are an heir of God and you are again a joint heir with our Lord Jesus Christ. So an inheritance is not based on anything that is physical. Hallelujah. Your inheritance is based on your 
access and connection to our Lord Jesus Christ. And that connection breaks every barrier. It breaks every limitation. It breaks every short force in your life. So whether you are educated like Paul, whether you are uneducated like Peter, God is able to use you. I said God is able to use you. Amen. Whether you speak English or not, whatever dialect you are able to speak. So what you make a tree, what you make a I mean, what you make a Marcasa, what you make a Fantikasa, Amen. Amen. And the grace of God is the most powerful thing that God has given us. Amen. 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 Now, I want us to go into the way. So it is not something that you deserve, and it's not something that you work for. If you work, you get wages. Amen. But this one is a free gift. Now I want us to go to first John John chapter 1, verse 16. John 1 16. And of the fullness of our Lord Jesus Christ, have you all received? Please will you lift up your voice. Amen. Amen. And of his fullness have we received grace upon what? Grace. Yes, read on. For the law was given by Moses. There was a law, and there were people who lived under the law. But grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. And so Moses represents the law. Jesus represents what? Grace and truth. So he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And that's why we share the grace. Shall we share the grace? The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus represents grace. He represents something that you don't deserve. Whilst yet we were not seen, he died for us. He died for people who were in their sins. He died for people who were not good people. On the basis of his death, now receive life of someone. Hallelujah. Amen. It's not because you're a good person. And so let nobody begin to exalt himself above the grace of God that we have all received. It is grace that has qualified us. The Metra. The unrobber, the fornicator, the abortionist, the whatever kind of sin that we have committed all jumbled together. It is one thing that has brought all of us into Christianity. And that is what? The grace of God. Hallelujah. Amen. And of his grace, of Christ's grace, have we received? We have received. So we have what? Grace. Hallelujah. Amen. You have unmerited favor. So you don't pray for favor. So you don't pray for what? Favor. Because God already gave you what? Favor. What you give you what? Deserve it. Unmerited. He didn't work for it and he gave it to you. <laughs> so these are things that are given. They are freely given. That is why you must not try to work yourself into somebody's favor. Because the moment you try to do that, you become like a snake. You become clandestine. 
Hallelujah. So we are also worthy than Moses. <laughs> you didn't get it. I am worthy than Moses. Bible says, of all the men born of women, John the Baptist is the greatest. He's the greatest. Hallelujah. Because he comes to close the, the dispensation of the law. He comes to close it. But he was not born again. And so Bible says, the least person in the kingdom is God like John. Under the law. Oh, come on. Please read. Look, begin to understand who you are in Christ. So that you stop this kind of motomoto Christianity. Amen. Shake that dust off you and make Christ attractive. He is an attractive personality. Hallelujah. And we must make him that way. Please read on. In as much as he who has built the house has no honor against Yes. For every house is built by some man. Yes. But he that built all things is God. Mm. And Moses verily was faithful in all his house, mm. as a servant. As a servant. For testimony of those things were spoken after. Yes. But Christ as a son over his own house. Amen. Christ as a son over his house. Whose house we Not a son. A servant. A son in the in the in the house, one belongs to the father, the other is just serving in the house. The one we serve can go at any time. Amen. Amen. But the son remains because he belongs to the house. Oh, I said you belong to the house. Yeah. <laughs> Understand? Moses and God, they came to serve, and after they finished, they go. But we belong to the house. And it is grace that is working. Say grace. grace. Now understand the power of grace that God has given to us. Amen. Amen. So when you live by grace, you must understand that it is only grace that can work for you. It's not by works. Bible says, if it is by works, then it is by human effort. Then there's no grace at all. Alright, so there are two dispensations. Those who were under the law were working through servants. But at that came, God used his own son who operated from his own home and has made us also sons and daughters. So we are not servants. We are what? Sons. That is why we have inheritance. Servants don't inherit they don't own anything. Whatever they own belongs to their master. So God has made you honest as you sit here. Renew your mind. The mind must be reset. Something has happened to you. And you have to renew your mind. Being born again is not just a small experience. And let me tell you. Bible says you were translated from the kingdom of darkness and brought into the marvelous light. It is not just being born into the world like we see born, then something transact took place. There was a transaction that took it from one place and, and was literally moved to another place. It was not a physical thing, it's a spiritual thing, and you and I must understand. And the power that did that thing is the power of grace. You who were not right, God made you what? Right. Ah. Now, 
Let's go to Titus chapter 2, verse 11. Yes. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared. It said the grace of God that brings what? Salvation. So it is the grace of God that has brought what? Salvation. Salvation was brought about by the work of what? Grace. Without grace, there is no salvation. Yes, go ahead. Teaching us that. It's teaching us something. Denying ungodly. We must deny everything that is what? Ungodly. And worldly lust. And worldly lust. It is lust that Satan uses to control this world. Let me tell you, lust is the most potent demon. The Bible says when we, we sin, it is because we are drawn to that sin by what? Our lust. So, whether you're a man of God, whether you're a bishop, whether you're an act, whether you're a cardinal, whether you're a pope, whether you are a small person, the power of lust is a contentious thing that you always have to fight. Whether you like it or not. Amen. Yeah. Yes. And so you see that the world is rejected, you see things, billboards, and you see someone, you know, and all manner of things, images, is to reorient your mind towards last. Hallelujah. And the way last works is when it sees that you are beginning to think about something that is not right, then it comes close to you and gives you the power to go and do what otherwise you didn't and you couldn't have done. In the same way with the things of God. Anytime you begin to think about God, His presence comes to you. Hallelujah. Amen. Anything you begin, to, you begin to desire God, you see, a presence will just come by you. Because God can see that look, you are yearning for me. So He comes, and by the time you are in worship, you are in praise, you are just bubbling in tongues. The same way, whichever way you do it, there is that effect. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's go. We should live soberly, righteously, and it is teaching us to live what? Soberly and what? Righteously. That's what the grace of God is supposed to be doing in your life. So, brother, my sister, when they ask you, How are you doing? And so, I'm doing well by God's grace. Hey, do you understand what you have said? It is not a cliche, and it is not just <laughs> well responding to greetings. The grace of God that has appeared, please start again from that place where you started. Verse 11, for the grace of God that brings salvation. For the grace of God that is bringing what? Salvation. Has appeared to all it has appeared. Teaching as that. Have you seen that grace? Demon. Which has appeared? Which is teaching us? Grace is teaching us. Grace is a yes. Oh, yes. Denying ungodliness. They said we should deny things that are ungodly. And worldly lust. And worldly. In this world, they say worldly what? Lust. So it means in this world, there's what? Lust. Worldly lust. The lust that is in this world. My brother, my sister, don't be too holy. Yes. 
Accept that last is contending with you and also dealing with it in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's how we break through. Many of us pretend that we are not going through things. And because we pretend, the devil is able to carry you and scatter you because you are not being real. Bible says in this world, there's what? The last of this world, the last of the flesh, and the pride of what? Life. And Bible says they are not of God. It's the last of the flesh, the last of the world. The last of the eyes. The eyes is always last to you. you too allowed to come along with that tonight. We all say, ah, what did I do? <laughs> you are moved by love. It lasts. That's somebody who say that I love you. He's not saying I love you. He's saying that I last after you. Now we hear Jesus say, he loves me, he loves me. <laughs> and you're last. You're last. A bonk and kind. Grace is teaching us. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. Mm. Are you offended? <laughs> and Bible 
said from that time, they left him. They didn't want to go with him again. Because what he was saying was offensive. And no matter what people are doing something which is wrong, and the word comes to hit them, they say, I said, we have come back to your pastor. And I said that. And they are here, spirituality. And what they are preaching. I am preaching. I'm not preaching, my brother. But this morning, when I woke up, this is what the Lord said, I should come and pray. Present. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, I waste all the time to preach about just you. But we have a lot of audience that must be blessed by God. Why would I sing like that? And we talk about peace about it. Let's, let's take another scripture. Okay, so we're back to Titus chapter 2, verse 11, and then we'll move on. Yes. Yeah, I think that's okay. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. Yes. For by grace are we saved. Oh, so by grace are we, we are saved. The power of us being saved is the agent that made it possible is called what? Grace. So nobody worked his salvation. It was a product of what? Grace. Something you did not merit. You don't deserve it. <laughs> and that is why I get I get I get a bit worried. What people God blesses Amen. Because in your mono, so spirit in the mono, 
and your Holy Spirit. So move away from sin. And you create an atmosphere for this grace to flow through you easily. Not works. Not works. Hallelujah. Because when it becomes works, then it becomes a reason for us to most. Because I did this, and I did this, and I got this one. But, brother, my sister, I'm going against your theology. And that is the truth. Everything goes away. It is a word of not what anybody has come out <laughs> as a doctrine. This is what God says. It is not by works. Let anybody boast. So you and I have no boast. It is grace that is what? Working. And grace that is making it amazing. Whether I lay hands, whether I pray for you, whether God heals you, whether it's a deliverance. All I have done is to make myself available for this grace. That's all. That's the part I created. The rest is being done by God. That's all. Amen. A vessel must contain. That must be. And and when you are pouring the thing, what is coming out? It's coming out of the 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 the, the vessel. And so the vessel is containing the thing. The vessel is not doing anything extraordinary. Understand me? Yes. The vessel has not done anything extraordinary. It is just a container. And it, can, it is used. And when the finishes, it must also be reward, refilled for another use. So the vessel cannot boast. The moment the vessel boasts, you know, God can choose to use another vessel. Because now you have become too big. I can't use you. So my brother, it amazes me. I pray that they will come. That I will never forget that when I was small, I didn't need a security guard. Because God was still protecting me. And the day I become big, this God cannot be lost on the team. For me to bring human guards to come and stand by me and protect me. May the Lord deliver me from it. I don't know how others believe that. That when they become big and God enlarges them, God's protection is not diminished. That is my life. Human being living in another human being's life. Your life is better in the hands of God. Amen. And you must always keep it. That is wisdom. Amen. Amen. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 15.10. Verse 10. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. You hear that? This is Apostle Paul. eh? The great apostle. He said, I am what I am by what? What has made me the way I am it's not my abilities. It's not my intelligence. It's not my wittiness. It's not my wisdom. It's not my goodness. It's not my smartness. <laughs> he said, it is the grace that has me who, what I am. You must be able to tell yourself that grace is working in me. So whatever I become, I am the product of grace. I am the product of grace. And it is grace that has brought me this far. 
And it is grace that will lead me on. It is grace that will sustain me among the land. And it is grace that will define everything that I do. So at the end of the day, everything that I do, I say, oh, it is by grace. Hallelujah. Amen. Is what the grace is for. But okay, you 
I am what I am. And his grace which was bestowed upon me. The grace has been bestowed. Was not in vain. Because I live it. I live it. Me the grace no Mighty grace. 
until you start, he will lose you. Um, everything is not, I want to see before I start. No. As you start, you begin to see the potential is new. Eh? Some of you, all you need to do is to say, I'm going around. Let me go and share the word. Everybody is a preacher. Every child of God is a preacher. You preach at your workplace. You preach what? In the market. You preach in the neighborhood. You preach in the buses. Everywhere. Wherever you find yourself, you have your carpenter. At your workplace, you're a preacher. They must know you as a Christian, not just as a businessman. Are we here? So, 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 so. <laughs> All right. So, yes. Ten. That by the grace of God, I am what I am. Yes. And in the grace of God, I am what I am. Can you say that yourself? I am what I am by God's grace. I am what I am by God's grace. Why? And his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain. Mm. But I labored more abundantly than they were. It's time to labor with the grace. And even some of us don't know we have the grace. Let the room be labor in the grace. Now let's move on to the different levels of grace. The different levels of grace. Adam on the own. It's not the same size. It's not the same way. And what different different administrations and manifestations. So, well. You have a scripture with you. Take your phone. You have sent the word. Second Corinthians four and fifteen. Second Corinthians four five. Verse five. Preach yes. not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants. For Christ's sake. God commanded the light to shine out of darkness, as shined in our hearts, to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Let's read it again. Second Corinthians 4, verse 5. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your sins for Jesus' sake. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, has shined in our hearts. To give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Okay. Now let's turn to John 10 10. John 10. John 10. The thief cometh not, but mm -hmm. was to steal and to kill. Mm -hmm. And to destroy. Mm -hmm. I am come that they might have life, that they might have it more abundantly. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. So Jesus represents abundant life. Mm -hmm. And Satan represents a thief that comes to steal. Now, let us see the levels of the grace. Acts 4 33. Grace that is what? Great. 
great grace. Great grace. We have grace. That is what? Great. Yes, go on. Acts 4, 33. And with... Yours is power. The other version that says great grace. Please, we don't. We don't. And with great grace gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And great grace was upon them all. Hallelujah. Amen. And great what? Grace was also upon what? Them. The grace was what? Grace. So first is great power. And then the second is great grace. Hallelujah. Amen. Great power is producing what? Great grace. Great power. Great what? Grace. And what happened? Neither was there any among them that lacked for as many as were possessed of land or have sold them. Mm. Amen. And brought the prices of the things that were sold. When they sold what they had, they brought it to the church so that there could be distribution. Amongst members. So those who lack will have some. And those who have some will also give to those who lack. That's the way it's done. Today I'm telling you, if you preach this way, I'm telling you, hey, maybe for you don't have a lot of Offering probably you can see them. My age one now, you can talk about as I see. But talk about that. That was going to Hey, and then you're missing the world. It will happen. But there was great power producing what? Great grace. Grace was what? Great. So there are different levels of grace. Amen. Amen. And when you see grace, tap into the grace. Don't fight the grace on someone. It is grace that is at work. <laughs> What we do is that when somebody is doing well, we want to break the person's leg. We want to do everything to demonize the person. I did not you know, and then you meet me. Oh, would you grow? Oh, would you wait? Hey, it was up to me. Yes, I know So this is what we ask God to say to now. Then what is God able to do? Show me them. Anytime somebody tells me about someone and begins to demonize the person, that person, if God cannot do this with you. Show me what God can do. And let God use to prove that this person is evil and you are doing the right thing. And go beyond what the person is doing. If you cannot do it, shut up. Too many times, anybody who comes down becomes attacked and shoot him down. Oh, shoot him down. Because he's coming up. No way. That is not what the God that we serve prescribes for us. And it's time we celebrate people. Amen. As it's time we celebrate ministers. Amen. Amen. You see all over the place. The way Nigeria will celebrate his pastor. Ghana here. Mm -mm. The way they will celebrate birthday for them. Ghana here. Mm -mm. That day they are asking your pastor. Pastor, what is going to happen? Watch it as a man, we'll be able to do it. 
answer. Whatever you do, bad results. You are result oriented. And when you hear negative things, you know, it is so difficult. Because you don't know, God is not like that. He's able to make all grace abound. <laughs> God is able to make all grace abound to you, that you, always having all sufficiency in all things, may abound to every good work. You may abound <laughs> towards every good work. And then that is good, you must be able to support it. It's here, it's just already. Ah! Hey, what Amen. Boom. Hallelujah. You see, I could say very so well. I said, oh, well, I'm thankful to give a check to this church. You know, not just your church. You are doing God's work. Hallelujah. And you are thankful to support them. Please, for the work of the baby. You are happening in the grace of God. Given. Amen. Amen. Good. We are talking about the different levels of grace now. <laughs> Amen. Okay. Let's get up by 10. No, Acts 20, 32. It's working. Acts 20. Acts 20, 32. Because the first chapter 5, 10 is still talking about the old things. Okay, let's go to it and then we'll come back to the Acts 20. It's part of our scripture. Let's see. So we have a God of all grace. All grace. Hallelujah. Amen. And that all grace, the one who is in charge is what? God. The God of all grace. So, you know, different levels of it. And at the point, God can give you all. If you can believe for it, you can receive all. And it will operate in your life. I thought somebody would say, I receive it. When the word of God comes, take it to. Don't sit there, boom, boom, boom. And say, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, which one is the next picture? Take it. Because it will work in your life. I made some declaration concerning our house. It is, it is happening. Everything I've said is happening. So God has done what? What has he done? He has released the grace. So it's not by my might. It's not my power. And the thing is rising on a daily basis. Things are feeling. It is all grace that is what? Working. Because I said, no, you have to do it. Anytime you take this backstage, they say God move. He moves. But anytime you stand in the way, you are competing with God. Hallelujah. Amen. And what is your strength like as compared to God's strength? Let us allow God to work. Amen. And move in our lives. And receive demonstration of His power and His ability. And God will use you. And use you to the point where you can't believe it. Amen. Because that grace is there. God is not a liar. I've always said God can never lie. 
Nothing can make him fly. Nobody's greater than him. Nobody can intimidate him. Nobody can scare him. Nobody is not afraid of anyone tonight. Hallelujah. Eh? Uh, those there. Okay, Acts 20, 32. Acts 20, 32. Now, brethren, mm. I commend you to God. Listen, say, I commend you. I'm commending you to what? To God, yes. And to the word of His grace. And the word of what? His grace. Which is able. There is a word. There is a word. There is a word that comes with His grace. And that is able, yes. It is that word which is able, yes. It is able to build you up. And then he gives you also what? An inheritance. Amongst all Amongst them. Which are sanctified. That are separated unto God. The word of his grace. The word of his grace. The word of his grace. Has the ability to do for that. Hallelujah. That is why you must enter into the way. And as you enter into the word, you will see the word of his grace. The word of his grace is that God gives you a rimmer. And when you take that rimmer, you start running. You start running. There's no obstacle that can overtake you. Because God has inspired the word into your spirit. And the word dumped in your spirit and brought life to you. And you came alive and said, Wow! Eureka! I found it. It is that cap away. That is able to take people out of their sick bed. It's able to take them out of their dead bed. It's able to take them out of their poverty. It's able to take them out of their debts. It's able to take them out of their needs. You receive the word of his grace. The word of his grace. Hallelujah. Read it again. Yes. And now, brethren. I commend you to God. I am commending you to God. And to the word of his grace. And to the word of his grace. Which is able to build you. It has the ability to build you. And to give you an inheritance. And it gives you an inheritance. Uh-huh. All them which are It gives you an inheritance. Right now. Because of the word. Hallelujah. I'll demonstrate it to you very soon. Okay. Let's read on to the next one. Ephesians 3:8. Yes. And to me, who are less than the least of yes. is this grace given? Yes. That I should preach among the Gentiles. So there's grace for what? The grace for preaching. <laughs> so when you see somebody preaching, don't say I want to study the person the way he preaches. Me a copy cut. We don't copy grace. Don't be someone who copies. <laughs> because you are copying grace. And grace is not copying. Grace is what? It's not. <laughs> and it's what? Amen. Say, oh, I, I like the way he, he, he speaks. And he, is my brother use your words? Yeah? My sister, use your words. What am I singing? Is some which is not your song? 
Sing it the way you have to sing it. Don't force yourself to sing it like the person. Because the person was flowing naturally. They were trying to who can sound the pain? Because that's your voice. I can try to strip myself to do a pijama and I'm to so and flow. But if you take the song and you begin to sing it the way you believe you have to sing it now, I'm ready to flow. You may not sing it exactly like the way the person sang it. Or power will flow because you are in your environment and the grace of God is also preparing you. You don't copy grace. I said, Don't copy grace. You know, sometimes ago, T.L. was going to preach in a day. And we might think what T.L. was born. The wife is called Daisy Osborne. Hallelujah. He went to Nigeria and he was wearing a tailcoat. Some of you don't know what the tailcoat is. One day I wear a tailcoat. Hallelujah. <laughs> and I'll come and stand in and I'll show my back to you. I tell you, this is a tailcoat. They do like this. They, 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 they children normally you see. Try to see. I hope you see it too. I don't need tailcoat. The coat has a tail. Can you imagine it? <laughs> and he was wearing a stiletto. And still at you, and I don't know I say, look at I swear God. Hallelujah. Still at you. And the miracles are flowing left and right. All right. Two people. My children go left Nigeria. All the Nigerian ministers were waiting. The anointing is not in the telecom.
giving you a good thing. Hallelujah. So he has also given the ability to look after your wife and yourself and the whole. You have been a lazy Christian. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. We have reduced everything. Then I go again. Oh, I didn't. 
You are partakers of my words. Eh? So now, oh, if you will listen to me, you are partaking in my grace. The grace of God upon me is what I'm thinking of. Everybody in under my ministry is taken of what? That's why I keep telling you the oil on the ministry is for the people who are in the ministry because you are partaking of this grace. The grace of my life, it is a grace of deliverance. You are also partakers of it. It is a grace of healing. You also listen. And we have different, different graces. So don't, look, it's, it's an error when you compare two ministers. And so this one does healing. This one doesn't do healing. No. You are working in a certain grace. Hallelujah. Amen. Then the person cannot fake the grace. Today everybody has become a prophet. Because like someone said, when you're a prophet, I'll come you. Maybe, maybe I have not called myself a prophet, but come on, me. Because the grace of God for me is working. Amen. And I'm not faking any other grace. Hallelujah. So I'm not coming to give you some control and, and then lie to you and mislead you. No. What I know, I'll tell you. What I know, I'll tell you. Amen. Amen. No covetousness. We are partakers. Of each other's words. So I can partake of the ministry of TDGs. Hallelujah. Because we belong to the same word. Body. I'm a partaker. Eh? As I listen to him, I'm partaking. Do you understand? Eh? If I listen to Bishop Dakar Williams, if I listen to Bishop Dakar Mills, if I listen to any other person, I am partaking the grace over his life. I am also eating some. Amen. Amen. So as I partake of that, uh, 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 God is blessing the person. Because he has become a blessing. And so you are also becoming what? A blessing. And I am becoming a blessing. So all together, God wants us to become what? A blessing. And we partake of each other's sin. Like Bible also says, don't be a partake of another man's what? Sin. How do you become a partaker of somebody's sin? When the person has done what is wrong, you are trying to cover the person. You didn't do the sin. But what you are doing is that you are you know that this thing has been done, and then you are keeping quiet on it. And then you are someone who has hey, make sure you don't tell Pastor. Make sure you don't tell Pastor. And then you anytime you say something, then you go and tell Pastor. You see? They are going nowhere because they are working against the truth and not for the truth. And what is you know the truth, and the truth will set you free as long as you do that. Look, you have become somebody who is partaking of darkness sin. Bible says, Father, we expose the works of darkness, but many have lost their blessings and they didn't realize that. Because of this particular thing they have done, that's why they have been reversed. They are going backwards. And the result of them has diminished. And you realize, don't be a partaker of that which is evil, but be a partaker of that which is what? Good. So we partake in one another's thing. As you listen to me out there, you are partaking of this grace that is upon my life. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, finally. But look at the last chapter, 2 Thessalonians 3 18. 
the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. In conclusion, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Amen. It's been a wonderful time sharing God's word. It's been a wonderful time. It's been a time of education. It's been a time of instruction. It's been a time of everything that God wants us to have. I've given you a package today which can last you for one month. I've given you what grace is. I've given you the workings of grace. I've given you the, uh, the different levels of grace. And I've given you the partakers of grace. All put together. It's a jump back. That's why I said when you come to church, come with something to write or record the way. And as you go, go and play it. It will change your life. It is life-changing ministry. Grace is not for us to sin. Grace is for us to turn away from ungodliness. Great ungodliness. Grace is supposed to make us aware that God has called us unto a blessing. And that grace will open many avenues for us. We have all grace awaiting for us. There's sufficient grace waiting for us. But all manner of grace that God has bestowed for us. This morning, God has the word of life. It is the word of His grace. Take it. Take it. Take it. It will work for you. And if you're out there and you're not born again, this is a good time for you to give your life to Christ. This grace works for only His children. He came with grace and truth. Today, if you have received the truth, allow Him to come inside. Make you his own. Wherever you are, bow down your heads and let me share the word of God with you. Father, we thank you and we bless you. The entrance of your word produces light. That brother, that sister, that mommy, that daddy was tuned in this morning to receive this word. Lord, bless them. Help them. Let them take the word because there's life in this word. It's a life-giving word. It's a river to them. Let the people of God wake up. I'm so stop running around aimlessly, without any purpose, and make it of the way. All that you want to give us is in the way. And as we spend time in the way, our lives will be transformed. Because the truth in the way. And the word of your grace will hit our spirits. If you are not born again, please receive Christ this time. I pray with you right now. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my life. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. I want you to take my life and use it for your glory. And wash me with the blood of our Lord Jesus. I'll be a child. Be my father for the rest of my life. Lord, I thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, if you are also here and you need to dedicate your life, you need to understand what this is. And this is for anything. The grace of God over your life is so great that God has made you a great place. Automatically, by His grace, today, step out of where you are and decide to keep it away. It will work for you. All I want to tell you is that take the day to work for you, and you will be a blessing to your generation, your family, 
your loved ones in the mighty name of Jesus. And to all of us who keep enjoying and receiving these messages Sunday, Wednesday, Friday, and all other times. Now, Monday prayers, and then Thursday, Gethsemane, all of virtual. Uh, I want you to tune in and do something with what you are hearing. Don't be a lazy Christian. Don't be somebody who is just looking out for somebody to help you. And always pray that God touch this person's heart, touch that person's heart. May God also touch your heart. Yes. So you can live up to his expectation. And in this generation, make a difference. I love you. That's why I'm sharing the word of truth with you. There's so much deception in the system. May we take the way. It is the way that will set us free. It is what we continue when we shall know the truth. Brother and sister, and the truth. Just this morning, the word of God is here to heal you. If you are going through any challenge, whatever it is, I pray for you. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ, I will never cease praying for the people of God. Everybody, after the sound voice, anything that is challenging you, that is by this grace of God that is upon me, I take authority and as a partaker of this grace. I rebuke that thing in the name of Jesus. I cast it to the ground in the name of Jesus. Every mountain that is lifted before you by the power of the Holy Spirit, I cast it in the name of Jesus. Any bacteria, any virus, any sickness that has been sent into the system against the people of God, I cast it right now in the name of Jesus. I release you from it. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Out. Why do they call you Corona? Why do they call you virus? Why do they call you bacteria? Whatever you are, whatever you are representing in this life, I take you off the people of God. In the mighty name of Jesus. The, the wind of the Holy Ghost blow them away. Blow them away. With the north with the south wind and the west wind, blow them away in the name of Jesus. Anybody who is a subject of an attack, I take the attack away. I cover myself with the blood and I stab in the blood and I cast the enemy. I cast the enemy. I cast the enemy. Anybody who sits on your mind, I cast it in the name of Jesus. Anybody that you don't have a child, I cast out in the name of Jesus. I break the barrier. And Jesus is fighting on our behalf. We are going to trust him all the way, not some of the way, through in the name of Jesus. This week ahead is going to be a powerful week. It's going to be a powerful week for God to give you testimonies. Because the children that God has given me, they are for signs and wonders. Miracles will take place in your life. Signs will take place in your life. Wonders will take place in your life. Wherever you are, in the realm of the spirit, there's no distance. And I pray that whatever your desires are, it is materializing in the name of Jesus. It is coming to pass. Number is bowing. That will stood before you are. In the name of Jesus, Christ, all things that are against you are, we nullify their pronouncements. Advice that have been given against you are, we make them foolish. In the name of Jesus, Christ, anything that is standing anywhere against you today, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And may the God arise. May our enemies be scattered. May they be scattered and be blown away. In the mighty name of Jesus. For this week, goodness and mercy shall follow you. Anything that is in your home that represents a curse, that waits for you at the gates, that waits for you at the gates, every gate and every entrance, today, may fire locate you. 
may fire locate you. Trees in our homes, uh, trees in our backyards, uh, trees around us, uh, but birds, evil birds are never set against us. Uh. Today we set fire to them. 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 Never come to sleep. In the name of Jesus, may you receive fire. You receive fire. May you take authority over the spirit of bastards in this world. I burn you. I cast you. I destroy you. In the name of Jesus. And I pray for bodies that are sick. Any sickness in anyone. Right now, by the power of the Holy Spirit, we take that sickness out because we confess the word. It says, and none of you shall be sick. And none of you shall have the sickness of the disease of and disease of Egypt. And the Bible also says that by the stripes of our Lord Jesus, we were healed. We received that prophecy which was made for us, and we declare that we are healed in the name of Jesus. I declare one is yours, it will serve you. The grace of God may it be available to you, and may you know. The extent of good that grace can work for you. And the Bible says, God is able to give exceeding grace. Grace that exceeds your even expectation. It is working for you. It is working for you. Next week, there will be testimonies. Open yourself up for God to use you and give you your heart's desires. It is not with any man. It is with God. Because God is hidden in Christ. In Christ. In God. I bless you today. And I bless you tomorrow, and I bless your future. For the children that partake of this grace, the Lord will make you great. Because great grace is upon you as well. Father, we thank you that all grace will abound unto us. You are the God of all grace. We give you praise. We give you glory. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. And so I come your way. At the same time, brother, my sister, it is a happy pleasure sharing the word of God with you. I know to do something in Just open up. Take it. Round with it. You will see the results. You will testify that this God is real. It's not abstract. It's a real God. Closer to us than any other.